0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Twenty-one plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty-eight hours after issuance. See dot com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome into the latest Windy City Gridiron Radio. With you, as always, your host. Robert Ziglinski and welcome into a very special edition of Windy City Gridiron Radio. This is episode 45, otherwise known as the Joel E. Gunaway episode. And i and I can now say that correctly, and I can also now spell that correctly without spell check. So that's a win for me. Um we are winding on the preseason. The Bears have their essentially their dress rehearsal against the Kansas city chiefs on Saturday afternoon. We don't anticipate seeing the starters after that until the bears go into green Bay in week one in a couple of weeks. So there, but there are still a few more roster battles. There are some injuries, unfortunately to get through some, um, I guess mismanagement by various coaches and and whatnot. So there's so a lot of that to parse through. And joining me is my favorite offensive tackle ever, the editor in chief. Um, I'm his right hand, I guess. I think we often say is Lester Wiltfong Jr. Lester, how are we
2: tonight? Doing good, Robert. How are you doing?
1: Um, a little tired. Uh, eating as we did this, or reading right before. I had to scarf a meal down really quickly, so <laughs> so really
2: scrambling around. But I, I, I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good, good. You know, I'm not. I am not going to pronounce his name. I'm going to refer to him as Iggy. That's all I got for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Iggy. So he's like he's one of those. Um, I, I, you ever play Mario? Did you ever, so he's one of the he's yeah. one of, he's one of the people in the castles that's what that's actually one of the the, the Koopa the the, the Koopas ah, like okay. he's, he's one he that, that, that's one of the names so if, so if I ever use that gif now you understand the reference or anyone follow, that follows me now you understand that reference now anyway, we get it now we get it you can follow us on twitter at wc gridiron you can follow lester on twitter at wilt junior and you can follow me on twitter at Robert Zaglinski, getting that housekeeping out of the way and let's jump right into it lester um, unfortunately I I think a lot of there was a lot, there's a lot of optimism, and there still should be a lot, a lot of optimism. But what's plagued the Bears in the last three seasons already seems to be really rearing its ugly head. It's something that isn't really in their control whatsoever, and it's injuries. We have Adam Shaheen uh, spraining his ankle against the Broncos and. The rare sprained foot, so that's, of course, typical Bears luck at this point. <laughs> you have Leonard Floyd breaking two fingers on his right hand. He can apparently play uh, through week one some kind of brace or a cast, what, what have you. Uh, and then you also have, I mean, on, on a lesser extent, but still a core special team or core player, DeAndre Houston Carson breaking his arm. There's also Taylor Gabriel. I think we haven't really noted that he was he has been practicing the past few days for the Bears, but he's also someone that's missed some time in the past few days with a shoulder, or in the past few weeks that is with a shoulder injury. Uh, so overall, for all of the building the Bears have done with Trubisky, for all that of the steps the defense is supposed to make, or the Bears think the defense is going to is going to make, it already looks like. Um, the biggest factor is detracting from to, or is starting to detract from 2018, Lester.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think the key, though, the key injury, the key guy you got to keep healthy is going to be Mitch Trubisky. I think if he's fine and he has a few weapons to work with, I think this offense will still uh, give us something that's on a whole different level than we saw the last few years with John Fox and Dow Loggins. But, you know, the injuries, like I said, it's getting rough right now with the the the, the 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 foot and ankle with Shaheen is obviously going to be a problem. You know, he was going to be a real big part of this offense. Um, but he did mention Gabriel. Gabriel's back, I think, he had a, a foot injury a while back, but he was back practicing. And tonight at Vernon Hills, I saw some some clips on, on Twitter of him going deep. So that's one positive, at least in, in that comment, that he's back in the offense right now. I think with
1: Shaheen, what's really rare, What's what's a little different from previous years is – that the Bears actually have tight end depth now. They actually have depth at a position where they lost a guy. So while you'd rather have Shaheen and Trey Burton as your number one A and one B, you can withstand however long. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to speculate as to how long Shaheen will miss time from a sprained ankle and foot. Um, but you can withstand however long he misses when you have. Uh, Daniel Brown and Ben Bronicker and Deion yeah. Sims, In a, to a lesser extent. I mean, they're obviously not going to – they're not six, seven, two hundred and sixty 260 pounds and they can run over linebackers and safeties easily. But you can survive for a little bit without that. Um, I'm not as concerned about the Shaheen injury. It doesn't sound like the Bears are necessarily too concerned. Um, but I don't – either way, I don't think we'll see him for the first few weeks. Obviously, the concerning injury is, um, <clears throat> is Leonard Floyd. <laughs> and I wonder, I, I mean, he's my boy, I know, but yeah. I, I wonder how effective he can be, I mean, with, with the cast, with a brace. Um, the biggest steps he has, to make, he has to make as a pass rusher, as a 25-year-old, is, quite frankly, his hand usage and, and, and his pass rush moves. And, and that's a big part of, um, I, I'm just wondering how effective he can be.
2: You know, he's still going to be a speed guy at the end of the day. So, I mean, if, if, if his feet's okay, if his legs are okay, I think he'll be okay. Um, like I said, the problem is with his with hand, though. If he cannot grab the quarterback, if he can't, if he can't use his hands to, to, to do the, 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 the hand fighting on the O-line when, when they're trying to come, come at him with, with the punch, you know, that's going to be a problem. But he has to work on his chop move. He has to work on his spin move a little bit. He has to do something where he's not so so reliant on his hands. And you know what? This may be a blessing for him. It may, may may force him to work on some other counter moves that he that he has in in his bag of tricks. So maybe when the cast comes off, we'll see a a, a better uh, overall player with Leonard Floyd.
1: Yeah, thankfully too, the, the timeline shouldn't be too long, provided he doesn't you know suffer some kind. He doesn't aggravate it against the Packers in Week One. You know, yeah. A broken finger will be what three or four weeks and yeah. I will do, I will do my WebMD doctoring there that it should be three or <laughs> four weeks. Um, but they can't afford not having him on the field. They can't no. afford not having him 90% capacity. We're going to get to this later. Cause you know, they don't in more in depth. They don't really have anything behind him. They don't really have, if we're being quite frankly, they don't, or if we're being Frank. They don't have anything reliable opposite him either. That's, that's anything close to a difference maker. He, has to be a 12 to 14 sack guy and he yeah. has to, he, he's got to be the guy that's chasing Aaron Rodgers or all around Lambeau field.
2: You know, the, the, the key to the bears is finding another guy could be, could be on the other side of Floyd, but honestly, that guy is not on the roster. You know, I, I thought it would be Kylie Fitz. I thought mm-hmm. he would give the Bears something the last two weeks in preseason. He has done nothing at all. Like I'm talking no pressures, nothing at all. Um, with, with Aaron Lynch, Oh my goodness, this guy has not even practiced. You know, I'd like he the might not make like the roster. He you might know, not make like the it's possible. I, I think he makes a roster just because, because of his history and because there is there, there's, there's, it's, it's 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 nothing there. I mean he has to make the roster because you're going on what he's done in the past. They have to at least give him a chance to see what he can do when he's healthy. Uh, like I said, I'd like the Lynch signing when it was made. I didn't like it as the only signing. I thought there'd be something else coming, whether it's Houston, you know, as the guy's got off the scrap he they bring back, whether it's an, another move somewhere. You got to get someone else besides what you have now. And, and I'm a little surprised that, that, that there is no moves being made yet. I mean, what is it besides Floyd? Right now it's Sam Acho. I like him, Ugh, he, yeah. but, he, but he's not a starter for you. He's a the guy that can come in and play a little bit here and there. He's a, he really good in, 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 in the third phase, but as a starter – I'm not the biggest fan of that move.
1: We'll get to that more in depth in a little bit. Um, I was going to mention, though, what I'm, I know injuries have, have really sunk the Bears in the past few years, but I always felt that John Fox obviously used that as an excuse for the Bears' poor efforts. and I also, That Ryan Pace, considering that it led a lot of the Bears' season-ending press conferences, that, injure, that they relied on that as their scapegoat. Yeah. I, I'm i curious to see, you know, I mean, if hopefully the Bears don't experience the same kind of luck this year, but it's already kind of starting. Um, I'm curious to see how Matt and Nagy approaches it. And I think this is going to be key because we know injuries happen in football. We know that. <coughs> <coughs> oh man, excuse me. That was right there? You're yeah, good? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I would say <laughs> we know that injuries happen in football. We know that it's inevitable. We know, um, that more than likely the bears are going to operate without two or three major contributors. They could anyway on any given week, um, but it's the good teams and it's the contenders that are able to kind of weather that storm that don't necessarily, and it's cliche, sure, but they don't use it as a crunch. It's, yeah. it's that next man up mentality um, and that's not something that the Bears did very well with in recent years. I'm curious to see we we haven't really seen Matt Nagy and how he's talked about it, how he's disgusted, considering the Bears haven't played any games. But a big factor in the Bears overcoming thing, these inevitable roadblocks, someone's going to get hurt and big. I mean, you already have Shaheen. Is how Nagy has that mentality, just a different like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're on to Green Bay, a little Bill Belichick style. We're on to Seattle, whatever. I that that's going to be such a key.
2: You know, all good coaches have that next man up mentality. You know, the thing with the bears is, is they have to have the depth. The last few years, the depth just was not there, but now here we are in, in the fourth year of the, of the pace rebuild. And if there's not enough depth there to to have some a few injuries here and there, then then what then what the hell is going on in, in Chicago? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to you have to hope that the, the guys at tight end can come up and, and step up. I mean, they added some guys in, in free agency, so you hope that there's enough guys there in case there's another injury at, at, with Gabriel or Robinson. Uh, you have to hope some guys step up because you know if I mean look at the good teams around the NFL the patriots they have injuries the packers they have injuries but they, they have guys that can come up there but again it comes back to the quarterback position as long as Trubisky's not one of the guys that's injured i think this team should be in most games because the offense that's in place is going to be one that's really built around him built around his strengths it's going to be it's going to be a very quarterback friendly offense and and Trubisky, you know I, from what i saw in camp from what i, I was, was, being, was, was being reported in camp from from from, the, from 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 you and the other guys that were down there you know, this offense is night and day compared to last year. So he's the key. Keep him healthy. This team should be competitive.
1: We'll talk more depth and particularly fast rushing a little bit. Uh, but now, Lester, I want to get your thoughts as a coach, as a player. Um, <clears throat> I've had experience mentoring some guys. Um, we appear to be in a little bit of a James Daniels shuffle, of James Daniels polka, I don't know, some kind, of da- some kind of dance. You know what I'm trying to get yeah. at. In yeah. here in the past few weeks, you have James Daniels starting training camp uh, at, at left guard, getting almost all of his reps there. Then after some injuries, Aronis Grissoux, whatever, you have Daniels getting exclusive center snaps, which will normally paint the picture of a guy like the Bears grooming him to eventually jump into number one action, just getting him ready for that. But as soon as Jonas Grissoux returns – Today and for the so today and I, the, you, there was also reports yesterday. Um, you're accommodating or a, a likely bust of a draft pick for your new second round pick that should be a day one starter by putting him back at guard. And um, I'm not sure what this does for Daniel's development. And I'm not sure. I thought yeah. Harry. I, I, I know that my opinion on offensive lineman isn't going to be as valued as someone like Harry stands. I know most people's opinions like isn't going to be as valued as Harry he stands. But it just seems awfully weird that this guru is moving around a 20-year-old and not,
2: literally not letting him get comfortable at one spot. You know, I think they really do want to have him be the, the guy left guard. But with the injury at Grasu they figure, well, it's a good chance to get him in and have some reps at center. Um, they, they knew it wasn't going to be a, a real long injury with so I figured it'd be a, a week or two with him getting some reps there, kind of see what he can do there. And, and, you know, in the preseason, he looked pretty good. I mean, he's, he, he's real good at the point of attack. He's He's really good, uh, real good athlete. And I think the athletic part of his game is what the Bears are intrigued by at left guard because there's a lot of screens, a lot of pulling, a lot of stuff in the power game. So he's a little better athlete, I think, than Cody Whitehair is, although I think Whitehair could, you know, play the position as well. But I think at this point they just want to – eventually have Daniels be the guy at left guard. Uh, White here be the guy at center. But all last week, the snapping issues were continuing. And yeah. This, can, this is going to be a problem. It's just, to me, it's just pointless to not put the guy who has done it for the last, what, three years in Iowa. He's a center. That, that's what he was drafted as. That's what he is. His, his snapping you know, you would think it's better than white hair. I mean, think about it. He's played center longer than white has played center, even though white done it at, at a different level. Mm-hmm. That's what he was drafted to play. Yeah, he's, he, they said he wanted to play, play guard, but, I mean, I think everyone thought when, when the pick was made, there's going to be a switch at some point. Personally, if, if the plan is long-term he's your center, why screw around put him at center, put white hair at guard. This is your, your, your guys that going to be there for the next 10 years. And let's stop messing around and let's get the offensive line set in the interior.
1: It's almost to me as if like, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know the inner politics of an NFL team, but like, or like the inner workings like this, but it's almost to me as if they don't want to hurt Whitehair's feelings because he's been their starting center for the last two years. Like, oh, hey, you're not good enough. Let's move you over to guard. But to me, that would be a compliment. To me, you're playing a more valuable position, one. Two, yeah. you're playing a position that gets paid more, much better on yeah. by comparison, too. And, I mean, Whitehair's more of a natural guard anyway. He's le- He would have less response. He wouldn't have to snap the ball. All he would have to worry about is mauling guys and his, and his past sets like there's, there's, to me it's a better role if there's if there's any issue there and then the other fact there's uh, I, I've been talking with some guys in the background it's, it's, it's like this is like a Mitch Trubisky thing like he likes white hair more than Daniel's like he's built a com- comfort thing with white hair or that, yeah. he's, or that he's friends with white hair in consent but why should trubisky I understand he he's the one getting the exchange and I understand he's the one getting the snaps but ultimately this should be a coach call ultimately this should be a Nagy and a he stand call where Daniels is objectively a better snapper of the football Daniels is obje- is objectively with a little more time and well not a, well I guess you can't say that objectively but subjectively a better more natural center he can become best friends with Trubisky too. You know what, yeah. I, you know what I mean? He, he can also build a relationship with him. Trubisky can also get comfort with him. You're, Trubisky's only a second-year quarterback. You, yeah. you shouldn't, I, I, I don't know if he has that dominion over this decision, but if he does, that seems awfully short-sighted for me for by the
2: Bears' coaching staff. Yeah, I mean, if you look at White here as a rookie, the Bears did, did a, a, a bunch more in as when he was a rookie, and there were no issues from his, from his snaps then. Last year, it was all because he was playing center, then he was playing guard, then he was playing the other guard. I think he wasn't comfortable. I think it got in his head. I think it kind of just, just one of the things that happened with him. And I think now it's just in his head. I think it's one of the things where it's just it's a mental thing right now with him with his snaps. I think maybe he, when, he, when he saw the Bears draft a center, again, it's something else in his head thinking, well, this is the guy that's going to take my job. But again, you know, I, 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 like you said, it's, this is not a demotion. It's just another position on the line. He's still a starter. And, and you, as you mentioned, the money. Guards get, get more money if they're that good. And, and I think with, with the move there to be made, like I said, if that's the Bears' plan, stop messing around and get, and get it done now. But if, if the Bears really if, – if the plan is really for, for him to be your center and, 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 and the rookie to be the guard at, at left side, I, I get it. You know, he's a really good athlete. He's really really good in space. You know, he, 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 his, his, his skills in the move are a little better than I think than white hair's. And you want a guy in the middle that's a better anchor, and I think that is white hair. But I haven't seen Daniels gonna get 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 beat up in, in, in the run game. I mean, he seems like he's he's pretty strong at the point he of attack. He seems so really far. good. He's dominated the preseason, from my, you know, my and, opinion. And then in college, that was what he was known for. He was really good at the point of attack. So again, this is the Bears' call. I mean, they have one of the best all the coaches in the business for East Stand. So if this is what he wants to do, I, I get it. But if there's snapping issues, if they keep up this week, at some point you have to realize what's best for the football team. And if, there's, if the issues are there with the snapping, it's going to hurt the team in the long run. It's just a timing-based offense, and they're going to run a lot of shotgun. A lot! You have to have the, have to have the snap there on time. It, to be, to, and, you know, it, it, it can't be a snap where where he's, he's, he's up and down. He's going down to the side to get the ball. The snap has to be on the money. Every snap. And if that's Daniels, it's Daniels. You know how this
1: ends, right? You, you know, In regards to that snap. <laughs> issue, you know how this ends, right? It's not going to be the Bears... Making a decision just having foresight and make foresight and, and doing it in advance yeah. it's going to it's going to end with it costing the game and this being the bears more than likely costing them a close making it a close loss against the packers with a bad white hair snap to trubisky or something uh-huh. and and, and that and then the bears are like oh well we were wrong now daniel james will get some reps and we'll get him ready we have an extra day we'll get him ready for the seahawks it's going to be something like that. That, that, that that this is too predictable it's too predictable it's going to be more out of embarrassment than just making the proper decision in advance. That's I can see it now. I have I have I have, a, I have like a crystal ball in my lap right now. I can see <laughs> it.
2: The magic eight ball says, "Yep." The I magic,
1: <laughs> the magic cost them against the Packers. Being this, the, this being against the Bears, I would hope not. But
2: yeah, um, I hope it,
1: not. But that 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 has been the previous history of, of of Bears coaching staffs and and decisions like this. Anyway let's move on to um, a more cheery subject um, criticizing Ryan Pace. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is the part where um, I I, I have to add the disclaimer because I saw this. I saw a lot of people weirdly turn on me. um, It's like, I've been one as one of the people who have been one of the staunchest Ryan Pace defenders over the past three years. Yeah, I think he's done a good job. Yeah. I think he's built the roster relatively well. I can see his vision. I can see what he's done. I just I I can't defend what he's done with the pass rush, and, I, and we touched on this earlier. And from and then now from a different angle, it's almost to me sim- and similar to the wide receivers where. And I, I wrote about this I wrote about this a few days ago. I saw Josh uh, plugged it today in his fantastic article. It was an analytical article. Um, it's almost to me as if pace is content to entirely shelve off big roster needs for, enti- for for the off season and go in with a major hole instead of at least, you know adding more serviceable guys. Adding, yeah. you, don't, you don't need the answer. I, I understand like, for example, that this March and April wasn't the best draft or free agency for, for pass rushers, but there were options, you know, there were guys that were better than Kylie Fitz, Isaiah Irving and Sam Acho opposite Leonard Floyd. Um, And any year that you go in with that hole, where you're just like, okay, let's, you know, I'm I'm just going to take care of it next year. Next year's a great class. Like you're just deliberately, I guess, ignorantly um, leaving your roster at a disadvantage. The bears, now with Mitch Trubisky, they should be trying to compete every year. They shouldn't be like, "Oh, okay, you know, you know, this year's more of a developmental year. This year's more of an offensive year. We were Trubisky didn't get his under feet. Matt Nagy's a rookie. No, screw that. Screw that. Yeah. You should be trying to win. You should be trying to be a playoff team. You should be trying to compete and win the NFC North, even if you're you most likely won't. And it says it's the pace is sticking to a charter pace is sticking to this. And then inevitably, and I'm ranting here, but I'll let you get <laughs> in here in a second. Inevitably you get to that off season and you put all your resources. And Let's say the bears draft a pass rusher. Let's say the bears sign a couple depth guys and marks some quality depth guys. And then of course, naturally they don't have any resources for anything else. Like, Oh, Hey, an offensive tackle of the future, or Hey, a young boundary yeah. cornerback, or Hey, um, you know other needs that will inevitably rise other holes that come up on nfl teams with players and and, and windows that open and close all the time it just seems so he seems so short sighted to me in in this in these little niches
2: and it's, it's 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 a disturbing trend you know he he brought in Fitz and, and I, I have not been happy with Fitz so far he brought in lynch who obviously hasn't played at all uh, he brought in uh, kasim and uh, edebabi i'm not i think edebabi kasim Edabali. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. You know, and, and <laughs> you know he, you know he's actually given the Bears a little a little bit of pass rush against like the the the, the uh, second and third team, um, but he is not an outside linebacker. He's more of a defensive end, pass rush only guy, which I'm okay with. That's what you need anyway. Um, so I mean, he is he is he is swinging. He's just not swinging for the fences. And I'd like to see a, a, a few more guys come in. You know, maybe he's waiting for the for the for the for the first week to be over so we can get that guy on Khalil Mack. You know, I mean, well. That'd be nice, but I think that the, the I think that's more of a of a, of a of a of a fan thing. But but the the Jets are are in the market now. The, there was a, a report today where the Jets are going to make a deal. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but you know that's what you want. You want more teams actually bidding, so at least there's there's smoke, so there's more fire, and, and to get the Bears involved. But again, that's going to be too pricey, I think, for the Bears. It's going to be too pricey for anybody. So, but I think if the Raiders do trade them, they're going to want to get them out of the AFC. So. Maybe the Bears have a chance, and then of course the Packers get involved in this in this sweep. You day. have
1: to, you you have to you get have,
2: involved. You have to get involved. You you you, you cannot let at least drive the price. The at
1: least drive the price up. I mean, yes. if he does go, yes. Um, on that note, though, like just but like you're saying, like oh, he uh, maybe he's waiting for roster cuts now. Oh, hey, maybe he's waiting for by coincidence a future Hall of Famer to be available. Huh. <laughs> That's poor planning. Just to it wait. is that, it is that, that that that's just poor planning for. us. like oh hey maybe I could have signed a Connor Barwin or an Alex Okafor. Maybe I could have drafted a Josh Sweat that the Super Bowl champions and their great medical staff decided was worth the risk in the fourth round instead of Iggy. No offense, yeah. Iggy, but you know the Bears needed the Bears needed the Bears needed a pass rusher more. No offense, yeah. um, you know It's it's like the same thing like with um. I, it's not an entirely comparable situation, but I remember Ryan Pace getting credit for signing Josh Sitton as a late roster cut because the Bears had an interior offensive line need. Yeah. Why should he get credit for luck? I'm not going to give him credit for yeah. luck. I mean, it's, gonna,
2: it's, 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 it was a really good move on his part. I mean, the, 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 the guy was available. He went out there and got him. It, it, it was a good move for the team at the time. But again, it's it, it, it kind of fell on his lap. So it, I hope he's not waiting for that. I mean, who's out there right now? You have you have Houston. You have uh, uh, Willie Young out there still. I mean, there's not really anything pre- he could. There's now. not really
1: anything he could do right now. There's really there's he, he the option. The options are exhausted. That's the thing. I don't see. Yeah. I don't see a roster cut that reasonably could be
2: made of of the sitting level anyway. No, I mean, if if there's a trade to be made, you know, possibly with with Denver. I know they're they're pretty stacked at that position. You know, they 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 may get something from the Broncos. Plus, he was in camp with them for a week, so so maybe there's something in the works. It's hard to say, but but as of right now, you know, the the the, the moves he made to, to to get that position upgraded, it's it's not worked. It's just not working. And you have to have someone there that can get after the quarterback. You know, and and even, even with Floyd, I mean, I I like him as as a prospect, but. We haven't seen him do it yet. He's always yeah. hurt. So I,
1: I obviously love him, but you know he still has to, he still has to play fourteen or fifteen or sixteen games and be dominant for most of a season, which he hasn't done yet. I, I, I like, yeah. I like what he's capable of, but you know you don't know that yet. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to note though too. Because I've a lot of people have, have like have like tweeted at me or said to me like, oh, but if Fangio doesn't need great outside linebackers, no. he doesn't, or you no, know, he has some wizardry, or oh, he no. can, you know, <laughs> he can do a or he can do a nickel thing. Well, first of all, I'm, he doesn't need great outside linebackers. Well, his greatest defenses had Alden Smith and Ahmad Brooks. In case you don't know who Ahmad Brooks is, Ahmad Brooks was a guy that averaged seven to seven and nine sacks every year and yeah. was a, and was a two time second team All Pro. He was quite good. He was he was part of the reason those defenses were really really good. He was a great second outside linebacker to Alden Smith's pass rushing. Yeah. Um, so the second part, why would you want? the bears to rely on more wizardry instead of playing straight up. It's a common football trope where you would rather not compromise your defense with a stupid blitz that may or may not get home. And then that leaves a gap downfield. You'd rather have the players to just be able to play straight up. That's how the Eagles and their fantastic defense won the super bowl last year. That's it. And bullied the Vikings and bullied the Falcons in the playoffs do yes, Vic Fangio is a brilliant defensive mind. I, I'll give him credit for that and what he can draw up. But eventually, the great quarterbacks are going to exploit that, and they'll see that on film from previous previous weeks. And
2: you, there's only so many bunnies you can pull
1: out of the hat. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's, especially with the Bears. I mean, when the Bears have been good through through history, you know, it's 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 done with the talent on the team. You know, you have to have guys that get after the quarterback. You know, the, the the scheme can only get you so far if you don't have the mm-hmm. talent to execute it. Bears are going to have problems and, and I'm not sure what they're going to do at, the, at, the, at their spot opposite Floyd, but they got to do something. They, they got to get someone in there right now.
1: You can follow Lester on Twitter at Will Fawn Jr. You can follow me on Twitter at Robert Zagunski. Follow us on Twitter at uh, WC Gridiron. Almost lost it there. This is the Joel Boonaway episode, the Iggy episode of When You Say the Gridiron, episode 45. And we're going to talk his draft class teammate now, Roquan Smith, Lester, did you know that only contract holdouts? <laughs> did you know that only contract holdouts pull their hamstring? I, I was, I, a pair, this was a source, a source close to me confirmed yeah. this. That only con- contract holdouts pull their hamstring. Real Quan Smith, hamstring tightness, um, reported yesterday. He wasn't going through full team drills today as the Bears are precautionary with him. <clears throat> Would have practiced if it was a regular season week, according to Matt Nagy. Yeah. But, oh, that's fine. That, that's, that, that's not a detail that anyone's concerned with. That part um, was left out of
2: all the reports for the moment.
1: That part, part was conveniently left out because, you know, that, that, that that's not what gets the clicks or whatever. Anyway, um, <clears throat> how worried are we about Roquan Smith and his obvious contract holdout for, forcing his obvious – hamstring injury
2: from the contract holdout. You know, it's, it, if anything, it's just a perception of it. I mean, he held out and now he's injured. So the, it's, it's a bad look for the Bears. It's a bad look for him. And it, it's, it's a bad look because now he may not be ready to go uh, against the Packers in week one. I mean, if he, if he can't get on the, on, on the practice field at all, there's no way that guy's going to start on week one. So not, not, not now it's going to be against Seattle the next week, possibly where he gets in there. So yeah. I, I think, you know, had he been in camp and, and the injury still crept up, it's just one of those things that happened. Who knows what, what you know, what, well, what happens with hamstrings, but it's just a bad look. I mean, it's, it's it, a bad look with the whole thing overall.
1: If he had been in camp, the whole time or most of the time and then gotten injured it would just be oh, typical ryan pace draft <laughs> there's always a tw- there's always a, a unique spin on it there's always a unique spin on it it, well, would, turn, it would turn from cr- yeah. it would turn from criticizing roquan smith to criticizing ryan pace yeah. which is just how it goes um how worried are, are you on a scale of one to ten at this point um
2: You know, as as, as far as him playing this year or or starting this year? Starting –
1: well, he's going to start. He's going to play this year. I'm saying starting week one. The vibe I was getting from a lot of the other reporters was that he's probably not going to – that he's looking semi-unlikely to play against the Chiefs on Saturday. And if he doesn't play against the Chiefs on Saturday, that probably
2: rules him out in much of a major role against the Packers. Well, tonight in Vernon Hills and, and the practice day up there, he, he warmed up. He, he got loose in a sideline, but he did not play hard at all, I, I believe, during the scrimmages. So, again, uh, they're, they're being really cautious with his hamstring, which is smart. Um, mm-hmm. So he's, he's probably not going to play on Saturday in, 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 in the dress rehearsal game. He's definitely not, not playing against the bills on, on Thursday night duh, 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 in, in the fourth game. So, mm-hmm. so, so there's no way he's going to play going to start against the Packers. But if he gets in the practice field next week, the bears are going to get a, a, a little bit because you know, he, you have to, he's, he's just that talented.
1: I, I, I'm of the opinion. He's their most talented linebacker. You exactly. You don't, you don't leave that off the field. You don't leave what he offers off the field. Um, I know it's. But he kinda, has
2: to practice. He has to get. Out he there. has he to, to practice.
1: Yeah, he has to practice. I, I mean, at this point, either way, though, like, how much? And maybe this is me just blowing smoke up, uh, smoke up everything. But how much does he really need to play against the Chiefs? I, I think he just needs more practice time than anything. Yeah. Because uh, either way, like, just given the just given the timeline, he has it's going to be throwing him into the fire against the Packers, whether he's starting or not. That's throwing him into the fire, which is but he, that, that's what, that's what, that's what this is. This is what, that's what the professional game is. You just have to be ready as a rookie, as an immediate impact guy, as he's been touted. Um, yeah. Uh, how much does it matter that he plays
2: against the Chiefs? Uh, I don't think it really matters too much. Um, but, but again, it's, like you said, it's about the practice time. It's about getting some reps somewhere. It's about the, the, the the, coaches getting it, the, 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 the trust in him. You know, this is the guy who's, with Green Dallas, you know they expect him to, to be the guy making the making the calls out there. So they, they want to get him out there with the whole defense, get him running up to speed. And unless he can get on the field, you know it's just not going to happen. So I, I think that week one he's going to come in off the bench if as long as he gets some practice time in. If he doesn't practice up, up until the Packer game, that's that's going to be a big problem then because then obviously you know he'll be he'll be he'll be, he'll be uh, uh, on the bench the whole game. Yeah, uh, but 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 we need to see see him out there. But for for, for the long term, he's your guy. If you gotta wait a week or two, so be it.
1: Yeah, you can just be precautionary with it. There's no point in pushing it now. There's no point in exacerbating anything and then ruining the entire season. Yeah, um, it's better management than in Bears years past. Uh, speaking of that Chiefs game, so following, um, I guess, a relatively solid offensive performance against the Broncos and all of those injuries, unfortunate injuries suffered. Lester what are we looking for against the Chiefs Bears dress rehearsal on Saturday afternoon what are we looking for there
2: you know I'm looking for the, the offense to click a little bit I mean it was it was pretty good last week um, you know it was still it was very okay. vanilla it was okay it, yeah I mean it was still was still very vanilla and with, with with the, with the stars in there I mean they're not doing a lot I mean you are seeing some of the stuff with the tight ends with it, where they're kind of going around a little bit to kind of kind of give some uh, some uh, uh, keys to the quarterback to kind of to see what's going on there. So that's 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 obviously what you want to see a little bit of. But, you know, we're not going to see the motions. We're not going to see the shifts. We're going to see a very vanilla offense again. So let's get everyone in the game, let's get everyone out of the game healthy. And that's really what I'm looking forward to is just get everyone out of the game with no more injuries.
1: Yeah, at this point, I think the Bears, they're not really going to show much more. They're, I mean, they, they might expand a little bit against the Chiefs, scene as this is like the Stars will play likely, yeah. the entire half. But at this point, like, all you just just don't have any major injuries. We're not going to learn that much more. The coaching staff isn't going to learn that much more after spending an entire off season and an entire month of training camp with everybody. Um, There's, you know, you just want your major contributors to come out healthy and to just have a nice little tune up. Um, That, that, I'd say other previews all oh, hey, like Javon Wims versus Tanner Gentry, but that's something that's going to be settled against the bills in the fifth preseason game. This for this game, like you just want to see the bears click, but ultimately come out unscathed. I, I, not
2: too unreasonable. You know, I want to see some of, some of the playmakers make a few plays on their own. Cause like I said, it's going to be real, real basic offense. So you want to see Robinson, if he gets out there, Taylor Gabriel, plays, make coming Taylor out, Gabriel. In uh, uh, so so uh, a big catch by, by, by the rookie, uh, 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 Miller again would be nice to see. You know, we're we're going to see a, a little bit more stars make some plays on their own, and that's really all, all we can hope for. And then, what was that last year? And then, like I said, get out of there healthy. That's, oh, that's okay. the key. Oh, okay, no I, more injuries.
1: I thought you cut off for a second. Apologies. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say. And this was an interesting uh, kind of angle that I saw brought up in the past week or so. Do you think the Bears are – since we're since we're closing the preseason, essentially, or at least relevance of preseason, do you think the Bears are hiding, to re, hiding Tariq Cohen? And I do air quotes from their offense, from what they're going to be
2: doing with them, all the fun stuff they're going to be doing with them. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at the stuff they were doing in camp, I mean, he was all over the field. And so far in preseason, you know, he's, what, played a couple snaps? Five snaps. snaps. So I think they have – yeah, I think they have big plans for Cullen. I think they have big plans for Gabriel. Uh, is kind of working that zebra receiver role. So I think we're going to see a lot of different stuff once, 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 the, once the, the real lights come on. So they're, they're, they're hiding a lot of what, what they want to do.
1: We'll see the Bears play against the Chiefs this Saturday, I believe. Isn't it? I think it's actually 1130, not even noon, which is a weird really start time. It's un- I
2: think it's noon. Yeah, I, th- okay, I think so it's noon, doing? and it's going to be on the it's going to be on uh, national on the NFL Network this. Oh
1: week. wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I forget it's the re- it's Matt Nagy's revenge game against the Chiefs. How could I forget? The Bears have to win now. They he he has to he has to embarrass his mentor in a preseason game. That's this is very important. This is important to somebody. Like he has to win now, Lester. This is a revenge Teacher game. Teacher versus
2: mentor. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah, la- I mean, remember last year all the revenge games we had? Mike Glennon against the Buc- <laughs> Mike Lennon against the Buccaneers, no, Marcus Wheaton, horrible. Marcus Wheaton against the Steelers. Won um, that one though. Uh, was there any others?
2: I don't uh, think there was any sure others. There
1: were. More, there, there, were, there, were probably more, but those were the two notable ones. Yeah. The Bears, the Bears are on a revenge game, Schneid here. They need to get off the Schneid. Yeah. It's preseason week three. Let's go, Andy Reid. Let's bring it. Let's bring it. That's that's all. That's all I'm gonna it's say. One. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Wrapping, wrapping this up, Lester, since I – this is probably – and I was noting to you, this will probably be the last time we have at least like a public recorded conversation. Uh, the free season's wrapping up. Yeah. Uh, we're like two weeks away from the regular season where coverage and everything really ramps up. And we can stop with all the hysteria over the draft, over the free agency, and over these – camp all this camp and positional shuffling we can actually have games to talk about and narratives from those games to to worry about and gloss over and overreact to um so what have you been up what have you actually been up to this summer killing the time in between these practice reports and and how are you gonna spend your last few free free like sundays and weekends before the bears kick off against the packers
2: you know, I wish I had more free time, but I've been real busy. I'm I'm a full time student. I got a full time job. I, I run the website as well. Uh, plus, my wife opened up a, a business, a, a photography studio, so I'm kind of on that a lot. You know, we had three weddings last weekend. We have three wedding weddings. This, we had three what? weddings last weekend on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We have a wedding this weekend. We had a shoot so. You know, my, my weekends are, are pretty busy, and, and so, I mean, it's good, though. I, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun, you know, taking photos, so it's something I enjoy. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just staying busy. Plus, I got kids. I got grandkids. I'm old, so, you know, I'm, I'm always busy doing something.
1: Oh, wait, I didn't, put, I didn't put together the two and two. I don't know. You said a photography, and then you said three weddings. I'm like, oh, wait, you guys were, you guys went to three weddings? Oh, no, no.
2: I, uh, I was like, he was like, well, you guys, you guys wedding
1: crashers? Yeah. yeah, I was like, you guys wedding crashers or something?
2: <laughs> Mm-hmm. no nah, I, I was working on yeah it was it was it was a, a, a real a real busy weekend for us but but it was fun it was, it's a lot of fun taking pictures and um it's it's something we enjoy to do so it's it's cool i appreciate that i appreciate i appreciate
0: a
1: you mean you don't a stance of you don't you're not always thinking about football you're not always talking bears lester I've, i'm shocked you know
2: Oh, it's, it's it's much easier to talk bears than it is to do photos, but but I, I enjoy being creative, so that's that's what <laughs> I'm going going to and just to uh, to 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 school for 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 creative writing photos. I'm doing pictures, so I got the whole creative uh, spectrum down right now, and uh, the bears are just a, a part of what I like to do.
1: I respect that. Do you know Do you know what I've been doing all summer, Lester? And it's very productive, and it's and and, and I and I had to defend I had to defend myself today to a friend. What's this? Pokemon Go.
2: Oh, you have been your. I've, I've been following you on, on Facebook.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 got, I, I I'm almost, I, I'm almost <laughs> embarrassed to admit it in a way. But I'm also not because it's like whatever. It's I, fun. I, I enjoy it. I, if I enjoy yeah. it, who's anyone to tell me or make fun of me? Like I, like plus it gets me. It's not like I'm out of shape or anything. But it gets me extra exercise. It's nice to take like these walks. <laughs> In the, in the early morning or, like, at night before I go to sleep. Like, I enjoy it. And I was saying today, like, oh, my, my, my friend asked me, what happens if all the Pokemon are caught? And, I'm, and, and, I, and I told him, like, they're never going to be caught. There's, there's always, there's always a guy like me. There's always a guy like me. There's always someone needed. There's always someone that has to do the job. It's a dirty job not every yeah. and not everybody is up to it but I am up to it. I'm out there to catch them all, Lester. I am out there to catch them all. Plus
2: then plus plus there will be more created if you run if you run out, you know, the the it's a huge business than Nintendo. They're going to make as many Pokémon as it takes to keep Robert busy.
1: We don't talk about their conspiracy and the scam. We just, talk, <laughs> we just we just talk about the fun they give me and the and the joy they yeah. give me, Lester. Let's 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 not put our tin foil hats on and whatever. <laughs> Lester, thanks for coming on, buddy. Uh, oh, always fun. Always a good time. Oh, for uh, sure. I really appreciate it. Always. Cool. Anytime, you ca- brother. You can follow us on Twitter at WC Gridiron. You can follow Lester on Twitter at Wilk Vaughn Jr. And you can follow me on Twitter at Robert Zeglinski. Bears Chiefs Saturday afternoon. We'll have more after that, as we always do. Until then, everybody, stay classy.
3: You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Help! Our family's going to a big football game this weekend, and I want to get us on the Jumbotron in some fresh new styles. Sprint over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's giant thank you event is happening now. Get 30% off your purchase or 40% off when you use or open an Old Navy credit card at Old OldNavy or OldNavy.com. 40% off? Wow, that's a huge score. Better hurry, it ends Sunday. Time to huddle up and head to Old Navy. High Fashion, Old Navy. Valid 926 to 930. Excludes in-store clearance, register items, gift cards, jewelry, today-only and two-day-only deals. 40% offer, subject to credit approval. <phone rings> We've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Help! Our family's going to a big football game this weekend, and I want to get us on the Jumbotron in some fresh new styles. Sprint over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's giant thank you event is happening now. Get 30% off your purchase or 40% off when you use or open an Old Navy credit card at Old Navy or OldNavy.com. 40% off? Wow, that's a huge score. Better hurry. It ends Sunday. Time to huddle up and head to Old Navy. High Fashion, Old Navy. Valid 926 to 930. Excludes in-store clearance, register items, gift cards, jewelry, today-only and two-day-only deals. 40% offer subject to credit approval.
1: Check it out. And if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier.